0: I'm Bill Lawrence, and this is my Big Bag of Onions.
1: The car from Maine to California, broken hearts they pass along. This night we'll share a lover On that dog radio How a so many people.
0: nearly six months since my visit to Lords, and although I've done nothing to pursue my dream in the intervening period, I now see that fate has decided to deliver it to me personally and on a silver platter. Looking at this advertisement in the classified pages of today's Guardian, I suddenly sense what Conan Doyle's spedigu must have felt when the test selector came across him in that forest clearing. All those so-called wasted years in his case, lobbing a ball over a rope, in mine, muttering whispered commentaries to myself as I push those rollers back and forth across the lino, are going to pay off. This is the moment when life makes sense. The moment when I finally get to become a cricket commentator.
2: to do with onions, there is no bag, and I might not be Bill, but something's
3: big. Most addicts eventually recover. They find a way to address their problems and quit or moderate use. Don't underestimate the work this takes. People need to find hope, resolve, and self-understanding in the face of terrible suffering and low self-worth. Ultimately, they need to fashion a new life and sense of identity. But this process isn't like any cure for any neurobiological disease that I know of. It's infused with choice and agency, demanding that addicts actively resist the pull of past habits to create a different future. Take, for example, one of the most harmful and addictive drugs widely used across society alcohol. For me, Sharing a good bottle of wine with family and friends makes an evening more enjoyable, more lively, less boring. I drink for pleasure, and like many of us, I sometimes drink more than I should. But without the wine, I don't have to face down cravings or resist the pull of past habits. And I'm also not on my own, isolated and overwhelmed by the pain of the world and my own emotions people make choices relative to their psychological and environmental circumstances. Choosing to use drugs, including alcohol, to gain pleasure and escape from life's banality is not the same as choosing to use drugs to relieve suffering.
0: cái
2: word rogue always had something shown to do with money it goes back hundreds of years and in the old days students in old universities like oxford cambridge should, would go around asking people for money rogo in latin means to ask for money but if you were a fake student asking for your studies even though you were illiterate and weren't doing anything you were called a rogue crisis crisis a uh, good good greek word that means um a moment of decision so crisis is a moment when you can't decide what to do next um everything is up for grabs and therefore it's a moment of um i suppose absolute meltdown as we say A crisis really is a, it always has to be a major thing and it? it can never be a minor crisis it's mm. always major because it's either up or down that's it you reach a T junction so to speak Well, it's the same word as game, so playing games, just playing around, having a good time with toys, just like, to be, game really means to be like a child. And the L bit on the end means to do it often, so gambling means gaming a lot, meaning playing around as if you were a child with buttons.
4: So
5: Bill's big bag of onions. Do men, in essence, marry their mothers and women their fathers? And do they also choose mates by smell in a way that is likely to result in healthy offspring? These are both old hypotheses, and both have been tested by studies published this week. Only one of them, however, seems to hold up. Yannick Lobmeyer of the University of Bern in Switzerland and his colleagues looked at the question of smell. Their work appears in The Proceedings of the Royal Society. Lisa de Brian of the University of Glasgow in Britain and her colleagues looked, in a paper posted to BioArchive, an online database, at eye colour, specifically whether the eyes of someone's lover match those of a pertinent parent. Dr. Lobmeyer and his team were testing the idea that people literally sniff out partners with appropriate major histocompatibility complex, or MHC, genes. Individuals with more diverse sets of MHC genes have stronger immune systems. Mates with different MHC genes are thus likely to have healthier offspring. MHC genes also affect body odour. So it is no surprise that many species of animal choose, on the basis of odour, mates with dissimilar MHC genes.
6: I just moved in with my new roommate named Tony. He is pretty hilarious and a really cool guy, but the problem is that he is an absolute pig. He is the biggest slob I have ever met. Just the other day for example, I had cooked dinner for us and he went out as soon as we were finished eating. He got food all over the table. I thought that he could at least share with the dishwashing afterwards. I was getting really tired of this and knew I had to do something. The problem was that I didn't really know how to bring this up to him. I didn't want to seem like one of those guys who is a neat freak or anything, but this was getting out of control. I decided that enough was enough and tell him what I was thinking the next time I saw him. I said, I don't want to be annoying or anything, but would you mind helping me with the cleaning around here?" He said, Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you were doing the cleaning. I thought this place came with a maid service. Sounds like a really bad excuse.
0: Listening to my big bag of
1: onions.
7: My idea is that we institute a rule, maybe just for one day, at all meetings and seminars and conventions, or basically any place where people get together to talk and share ideas and make decisions, that no man is allowed to talk before he hears a woman's opinion on the issue. Um, and all these meetings I go to, it, it seems to me that, that women wait their turn to speak and perhaps it's just that they like to let their thoughts mature for just a moment before they jump in with, uh, with with uncollected thoughts. And when a woman finally raises her hand, she's at the back of the line of a long list of speakers and often time will run out before her turn comes. So I think if we if we try this idea, we would break a cycle of, uh, of women's voices not being heard. We would hear what women have to say, even if it is just for a day. And men just might get used to the idea of listening to a woman's ideas and her opinions, and women would get a shot at being the first ones to speak, which is something I'm sure they would manage quite brilliantly.
8: With one hand stuck fast to the side of your face Your backside in the air, mouth half open but still filled your skin turns the color of a violent golden sky and it cuts me up when we fight and go to bed facing opposite sides
9: Before we actually look at the specific pronunciation changes, the the vowel and consonant substitutions between the standard American and the Cockney dialects, we're first going to have a look at changes that take place in the overall resonance of the voice. The kind of sound change that we can uh, really look at is a general alteration or configuration of the vocal tract or the oral cavity. Now this is a change that is manifested not only on a limited number of um, of clearly defined pronunciation substitutions but throughout the entirety of the vocal utterance. Now in my approach to dialect instruction we look for a specific point, if you like an imaginary point in or around the oral cavity that represents the focal point for the vibration of the sound, the point where most of the energy seems to be concentrated during your speech.
1: Listen, this is Bill's big bag of onions.
10: Day after day, alone on a hill, the man with a foolish grin is keeping perfectly still. But nobody wants to know him, they can see that he's just a fool, and he never gives an answer. But the fool on the hill sees the sun going down, and the eyes in his head see the world. Well, on his way, his head in a cloud The man of a thousand voices talking perfectly loud But nobody ever hears him or the sound he appears to make And he never seems to notice But the fool on the hill sees the sun going down and the eyes in his head see the world. to like him, they can tell what he wants to do, and he never shows his feelings, but the fool on the hill sees the sun going down, and the eyes in his head see
1: the world spinning
10: He knows that they're the fools, and they don't like him. But the fool on the hill sees the sun going down, and the eyes in his head see the world spinning.
11: This day, I can't introduce a metaphor derived from science without feeling a verifiable imposter. Science just isn't my speciality. But through my engagement with science, something in me began to shift, making me more daring and willing to experiment and take risks. What began to shift was how I thought about my methodology. Rather than turning to science for newfangled metaphors, I began to look at syntax as the science of poetry. Happiness. As soon as I slept, poet rose up and stood over my body. He saw me weak and weird with metallic blue toenails, tiny toucan beaks, that wanted to fly off into the universe. I made it out of the window. I stretched out in a treetop to rest. The stars were inquisitive eyes. I was plankton in a cave. I was a pack of lies. I was being somewhere else. I was finding answers poet craved. I woke up a stranger to my body, surrounded by feather boas, reindeer moss, a handful of the afterlife.
12: Go ask an old man See what he's got to say Don't ask your teachers They weren't much good anyway Nothing really matters Time to bite just drop in the ocean, a shot in the sky. Don't stray from the narrow, keep your hands clean. Seems very silly if you know what I mean. You worry and worry. Never really know why I wake in the morning As trams roll on by I have a lover So I can't complain For me there's no other We play silly games Though she is not here I'm never alone She lives in my pocket And inside the phone I'm going to Scotland That's where I'm from I'll probably not stay there Cause it's not very warm we followed our father. His father knows best. With rhyme and good reason. My wheezing chest. So go ask an old man. See what he's got to say. If he falls in the gutter. Beyond. Nothing really matters It's time for respond by You give your love presents You laugh and
1: you cry
2: What are you doing again? You're taking over a radio station? That's not allowed,
13: surely! If I speak to someone that doesn't know what I do, they'll often wonder how much could you go into detail about an emoji, you know, how much could there possibly be? And I like the fact that there's a, like this paella emoji comes out of nowhere. And uh, sometimes there's interesting issues of different countries where they'll have flags, unofficial new flags come up and they might be implemented in one platform. and. I kind of go off into these new places that I wouldn't really ever think about the next thing I know I'm researching the Reunion Island because they've got an interesting flag debate that's come up by the emoji. Uh, so I like the fact that even though it seems like it's about the emoji, it's really about real life. It's about food, it's about objects, it's about people and I like the fact that it takes me in all those areas more than just the technology. It's the best thing we have is a snapshot of this is what we use to represent the world and. It's really interesting to me just seeing everything that comes through and what gets approved to put on there, as the fact it's so limited makes it so valuable.
14: is not considered good science but in some cases it is very necessary over time people could become less able to interact face to face less sociable people could become less likely to form deep bonds with others less able to feel or give love and therefore less likely to form lasting relationships families and communities some could find physical contact with other human beings problematic and even unwelcome. There could be a domino effect. Subsequent generations could be raised with even less attention, less love, or none at all. While it's true that humans are gregarious by nature, and a search for connection is a basic human instinct and a survival skill, it does not happen magically on its own. Real world face time is required. This small and simple thing, millions of babies around the world getting less eye contact and less one-on-one attention, could result in an evolutionary blip. Yes, I said it. Evolutionary blip. Less eye contact could change the course of human civilization. The face of an infant was designed to be the most compelling thing on the planet. That's why the internet is full of pictures of babies, kittens and puppies. That is until the advent of the smartphone.
2: Anda sedang mendengarkan sebuah tas besar penuh dengan onions yang punya Bill.
0: I said, how do you live as a fugitive, down here where I cannot see so clear? I said, what do I know? Show me the right way to go. And the spies came out of the water. She feared. So bad, cause you know. And the spines hide out in every corner, but you can't touch them though. Oh I turn Oh I forget everything I learned The spies came out of the water And you're feeling so bad cause you know The spies hide out in every corner And you can't touch them no Join me again soon for another big bag of onions. Be seeing
12: you. Be seeing you. Be seeing you. Be seeing you. Be seeing you. And you. Be seeing 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 you.
1: Be seeing you.
12: Be seeing you.
9: Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>